Every year I share my predictions and wishes for male Seiyuu artists, 2D groups and the Seiyuu industry itself. Now is the time to share what I anticipate for 2023 and check if I got any predictions right from the past year. Let's kick off this episode of Seiyuu Lounge. <laughs> Welcome to Seoul Lounge, I am your host Vanessa and today's topic is 5 expectations for male Seiyuu artists and 2D music projects in 2023. We're already well into 2023 and it is time to talk a bit about what I expect to change this year, which will be the big comebacks or new releases or which 2D music projects will jump popularity-wise. Attention that from this point on, everything I will be saying in this episode, unless it is previously released singles or albums, are just predictions or expectations of mine. None of these are confirmed, nor do I have sources indicating that any of those things will happen. And of course, as I told you on episode 77, let's check what happened to my predictions from last year. I reckon many did not come true, but nonetheless, let's start talking about my 5 expectations for 2023. Solo debuts. Now, if you listen to Sail Lounge, you will be aware of me always missing the mark when it comes to predicting the solo debuts. It seems the talented Seiyuu that I wish would get an opportunity to shine by themselves either are too unlucky or do not even care about making a solo debut, which is incredibly valid. This year I'm keeping my bets more concise and yet you'll see two names popping up yet again. First off, I would love for Arthur Lounsbury to make a solo debut. Yes, you heard it well, I'm making this bet. If you are not aware of it, Arthur Lounsbury has been really active in the past couple of years with jazz and rock music projects. He joined Jazzon, Carnelian Blood, From Argonavis and The Last Metal. In all of those, and let's forget The Last Metal as it didn't even care about its Seiyuu cast, Arthur was shining. He's got a lot of power, he's able to convey emotions to the listener, perfectly convey them. He has a complete technique that enables him to sound smooth, rough or incredibly raw in his baritone range. He can go a bit higher in his range and is an absolute master of the four baritone style used in Visual K performances. Adding to that is the fact that he can perform any kind of music genre and he'll sound mostly well. I love the passion he brings to his performances and his commitment to conveying the stories in those lyrics way beyond just performing them. Given how Arthur Lounsbury is a big fan of heavy metal music and rock music in general, and given the buzz he has around him, I believe he could, with a proper music label and if he wants it, to make a solo debut as a rock artist. Wouldn't that be amazing? The other Seiyuu I'd love to see making a solo debut is Yuya Hirose, yes, yet again. When it comes to unique singing voices with a lot of technique, there are very few Seiyuu that fit the bill. 
Hirose has a unique tenor voice with an insanely delicate delivery, but if he wants to, he will, for sure, delivering something more aggressive and raw that will play around with your emotions. He has been shining in the last couple of years as the center in Zul in the Idolish 7 franchise, Erosion in the Carnelian Blood franchise, and Himmel in the Fabulous Night franchise. In all these projects, he showcases how versatile he is as a singer. He is a true tenor with a powerful high range, but he can also dive into four baritone range. Although, that is not something you hear frequently. Seeing his passion for singing, even karaokeing, two songs by Seiyu artists in his talk shows, I dare say Hirose is interested in the music industry. However, is he interested enough to take a step towards becoming a solo artist? The talent is there, he only needs the perfect support from a good music label, and I'd say he is ready to go. Shun Horie is another name I have been mentioning a lot in the last couple of years. Yet again, yes, yet again. Of course, he has yet to make a solo debut, but what if he got that chance? His raspy tenor voice is not something you will listen to commonly. His voice is that unique. Not only can he go ridiculously high, but also low into four baritone range, and he sounds good in both. His control is so, so good, something that the more he sings for Sparklue and the more he sings for 2D music projects, has improved him further. He can be really technical if needed and will for sure dazzle you. The only problem with this bet of mine is that Sparklue is actually active and thus him making a solo debut seems unlikely. Still, if he makes a solo debut, he will be locked to Kiramune, which in terms of creative freedom is a bit frustrating. And the last bet of mine is Shoyachiba. Now, hear me out. I know this is the third time I say this, but I want Shoyachiba to make a solo debut. Well, after Shoyachiba recently moved from Sigma 7 to Toys Factory, music label and talent agency in charge of managing the music and actor activities of Toshiki Masuda, and in charge of managing the voice actor activities of Makoto Furukawa, I got a little bit excited. Toys Factory is a music label on the side and usually the talents that sign to it have singing careers. Chiba has said before he is composing music in his own studio at home, also that he loves rock music and now he joins Toys Factory, a music label that is all about rock music. Well, either this is all a sign that he is going to make a solo debut this year, which I am betting right now, or it is just an awesome coincidence that Chiba is actually not interested or, well, he won't take that step this year. It is worth noticing that last year he went through surgery on his vocal cords and was, in the first months of 2022, singing through a lot of pain, with his voice far from being at 100% and he's still impressed. Now imagine his voice now, fully healed, with the experience and technique he has gotten in the past couple of years, performing the music he loves. I reckon if Shoyachiba makes a solo debut, you'll easily have the best debut of 2023. Fingers crossed, it happens. Album releases. 2023 is shaping up to be a magical year for fans of male Sayu artists. And why is that? Because there are many Sayu that have been hinting at the release of their new full-length albums 
and others that haven't released music in a while despite how good they are sounding and how well they are selling. Let's check some of my predictions for album releases in 2023. There are a couple of Seiyuu that, despite being active in the last couple of years as Seiyuu artists, they have yet to release their first full-length album. This is the case with Kotaro Nishiyama, Gakuto Kajiwara and Jin Ogasawara. I'm expecting them to release their first full-length albums in 2023. A full-length album is long overdue for Shota Aoi. After releasing two digital singles and a couple of physical singles in the past two years, I expect Aoi to make a bang in 2023 with a full-length album of his own. Yumuchida may be gearing up to announce a full-length album release for 2023 after he wraps up his live tour that takes place early this year. I expect it to drop around the summer or early autumn. Toshiki Masuda's activity as a solo artist tends to be sparse, but every time he appears, he tends to overperform on the charts with the minimal marketing effort behind it. After 2022's first single, Midnight Dancer, I expect Masuda to either release a new EP or release a third full-length album. Makoto Furukawa was a force to be reckoned with in the first half of 2022, However, that momentum faded away as the talented solo artist was not active in the rest of the year. With a couple of interesting singles in his repertoire, as well as a polished, upgraded acid jazz sound now not being as pure jazz as he was in From Fairy Tale, I say it's time for Furukawa to release his second full-length album. And of course, December is the month in which Soma Saito released most of his music so far. After holding his two-day live show in May 2023, it is expected that Saito goes off the grid as a solo artist to regroup and work on new music, possibly for a release around the gloomy month of December. 2D music projects embracing different music genres If you've been paying close attention to what is happening in the 2D music industry in the past two years, you may have noticed that 2D music projects have been trying their best either to follow the trends or to stray away from those and do their own thing. Some have been embracing music genres that were never in the spotlight before or having unique twists on music genres once embraced, but that never truly stood out. Well, last year we all saw the launch of the 2D reggae music project Jamrock and Magatsu Note cranked up things with visual K-Rock that is not for the faint of heart. In 2023, I'm anticipating that we get at least two new music projects that embrace different music genres. Perhaps R&B music, city pop or even classical, although that would not be easy to pull off and most likely would require Seiyu to perform in a lyrical style a la Lolodi or Growth. Perhaps the concepts will be the biggest change. Most of the 2D music projects that are currently incredibly popular, minus some exceptions, are popular because they have a driving, interwoven story that is even linked to the music that is released. I can imagine that if we get new 2D music projects in 2023, most will be betting on having a strong story, more so than a star-studded voice cast. 
and try at least to have varied music genres represented. Personally, I'd love to see another rock music project appearing and something focused on G-Funk, 90s R&B or City Pop. Take me back to the golden age of feel-good music. More CEO artists making their live shows available as live streams. This was something that in a way was noticeable in 2022. There were more 2D music projects making their live shows available as live streams for international fans. However, that was not so much the case for solo artists. Yumuchida's live shows were not available as a live stream, although labelmate Mamoru Mienu made a large-scale live stream of his live shows. I can see artists at AVEX focusing a lot on live streams, Gakuto Kajiwara and Wataru Hatano, but not so much other music labels that are still a bit closed to international fans. Let's see if the big live shows of the first half of 2023 announce live streams, in a way Yumuchida's live tour and Soma Saito's two live shows may end up setting the tone for all other Seiyu artists through the year. I'd love for more music labels to open the doors to international fans. I'm quite apprehensive about these, but let's see if they end up surprising me. More Seiyu making the jump into live acting. In 2022, it seemed that every single popular male seiyuu out there was on TV, acting in dramas, instead of voicing characters in anime or doing narration for shows. This is something that has been changing in the last couple of years, with seiyuu such as Kenjiro Tsuda, Tomokazu Seki, Rikia Koyama, Mamoru Mianu Shotaoi and Yukikaji betting strongly on having a career as live-action actors. In the past year, Toshiki Masuda made his debut as an actor in a TV drama and despite the very little time on air as part of the series' supporting cast, he showed that he has the skills to make it in that side of the entertainment industry. Early this year, Subaru Kimura joined the cast of a TV drama, adding live actor to his long list of things he does. Will we be seeing more Seiyu making the jump into live acting? I believe so, especially the really popular ones. I can imagine Yumuchida getting a supporting or even a cameo role in a TV drama. I can also imagine Takuyaguchi giving it a try or even Toshiki Toyonaga returning to acting with more roles in TV dramas and movies. Time will tell, but in a way, I'm excited to see Seiyu spreading their wings and doing what they are passionate or curious about. Well, those were my 5 predictions and expectations. Now it's time to check how I fared with my expectations for the past year. I had 5 expectations that ranged from new CDs, anticipated comebacks and changes in the CU and music industries. Let's have a quick run through them. International live streaming to be a common part of CU artists and 2D music projects' live events. It was not common. Despite some CU artists signed to music labels that have a strong focus on the international market, King Records and AVEX, most CU didn't make their live shows available to overseas fans. I was expecting this to be one of the biggest changes of the year, 
Unfortunately, the more we distance ourselves from 2020, the less music labels are keen on making live shows available to international fans. It's weird that they are reverting to their behavior pre-pandemic. Still, music labels like Sacra Music and Lantis are starting to focus on international live streaming. It will be interesting to see if they end up fully focusing on making sure international fans get access to some content and how they will pull that off. Rock music to take over the 2D music project's scene. 2022 was a year in which 2D rock bands were shining. Jadawaxia led the way in making more Sayu fans get into rock music, but there was also Erosion, Rubia Leopard, Impish Crow, Phantom Iris, and the complete Dear Vocalist and Enlight Tribe franchises putting a good name on rock music. Exciting performances, shredding guitar riffs, heavy drums, and bass lines and incisive emotional vocals marked the rock performances in 2022. In my opinion, rock music was in the spotlight more than I expected, especially given how much 2D music projects went on to fully embrace funk disco throughout the year. Did it take over the 2D music projects scene? Uh, it was close, but not really with idol projects reinventing themselves to embrace city pop, jazz and disco funk, it was hard to stand out. I believe the music released in 2022 by 2D music projects was the funkiest I've heard in my 13 years of reviewing 2D music. More live-action music videos for 2D music projects. This is a cool trend that started to take shape in 2021, and in 2022 we could see remnants of it in some 2D music projects. Tokyo Color Sonic released a full music video featuring its cast for the new song Grow Up, Magatsunote made a bang with its debut song Devil Asylum, featuring the cast in the music video, Venomous 8 released a full cast music video for Welcome to the Deadlight City, and Gyroaxia impressed with a fancy cast music video for freestyle. Although it seems that live cast music videos are yet to become a big thing, because 2D characters sell better than Sayu themselves, it is interesting to see which projects put a lot of value on Sayu and their talents and which do not care at all about the Sayu. While I expected more live-action music videos, the ones we, we got were pretty solid, and it is good to see 2D music franchises celebrating their voice cast in more ways than just paying them for their work. In hindsight, I was quite excited about this one. Time for the full-length albums by Mamoru Mienu, Shota Woi, and potentially Soma Saito. I almost got all these predictions right. Mamoru Mienu released the full-length album, The Entertainment, Soma Saito actually released two EPs, My Beautiful Valentine and Ying Yang, However, Shotawoi didn't release any music beyond two digital singles. Solo debuts by Yuya Hirose, Shoya Chiba and Shun Horie. Of course, I failed this one. Let me uh, laugh at this one because it is getting quite sad how they didn't even come close to making solo debuts. Yuya Hirose has been building up quite the rapport for himself with awesome performances in a wide variety of 2D music projects. In 2022, he was dazzling everyone with Zul in the Idolish 7 franchise, as part of Tokyo Color Sonic and Himmel in the Fabulous Night franchise. And honestly, 
I want more and more of his unique voice. Shoya Chiba had a weird 2022. Following his departure from Sparklu, he was going all out with his voice, being active in a multitude of 2D music projects such as Cornelian Blood, Visual Prison, B Project, Tokyo Color Sonic, Paradox Live, The Idol Master Side M and Perfection Noise. However, midway through the year, he announced he was undergoing surgery on his vocal cords because he had been feeling some pain when singing. What seemed like it could be a solo debut near his birthday ended up being a full month of recovery, followed by one to two months of no singing done for 2D music projects. He's already fully recovered and has been singing on top of his game, but it seems that the opportunity to make a solo debut is slowly fading away. Shun Horie has been on a roll as part of Sparklue, now taking a bit more of the spotlight following Shoyachiba's departure from the group. Neon was a stunner of an album for the talented quartet, once again highlighting the talents of all members, however, Horie's singing tone continues to be the most fascinating twist to the group's vocals. He has been active in Idol Master Side M, Visual Prison, Vez Rock, Hanadol, and Fabulous Nights franchises, showcasing his versatility on the vocal end, with some performances in which he brought his raspy tenor voice to the spotlight and, at others, bringing his beautiful, pristine high notes. Seeing and hearing how talented he is makes me wish he'd make a solo debut and fully display singing skills without being bound to a group concept and performing a role within a set group or even performing as a character. Alas, Shun Horie didn't make a solo debut in 2022 and I'm still waiting for that to happen. Although these three solo debuts have yet to happen, I am on my third year straight wishing they happen, I will continue to wish one of them at least takes the plunge and bets on a solo debut in 2023. Fingers crossed, it happens. So I got two out of five predictions correct. I believe it's not bad given how unpredictable some artists were and how 2D music projects chose 2022 to reinvent themselves, something that was not expected. With these, it's time to wrap of Seiyu Lounge. As always, thank you for sticking around and following this podcast. I hope you're as excited about 2023 as I am and if you happen to make any predictions or have any expectations for this year, let me know in the comments on YouTube. I'd love to know what you would like to see changing in the music industry for 2D music projects or say you artists or even which 2D music projects you believe will be really popular this year. Now tell me, which are your expectations for 2023? Do you have a male Sayu that you want to see making a solo debut? Do you expect any changes in the Sayu industry? And remember, leave your comments as complex or as simple as they may be, and you can be featured on upcoming episodes of Sayu Lounge. 
hit the subscribe button if you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss the hand that feeds HQ's weekly mail you and music-related content. I'll return next week with another episode of Sayu Lounge. And the next one is going to be really big because it is the Hand That Feeds HQ Awards 2022 overview. So we're going to talk about the winners. Thank you for listening to this episode and I'll see you guys around. Music